Yes, yes, y'all. Shouts to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style so they stay frostbitten. You are now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and also on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. This is your man, DM Cool. And welcome to The Cool. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Koo, and this is Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! That's right. You better tell a friend to tell a friend to let them know that we're on the air today. <clears throat> Pardon me. You already know what it is, man. We have a live show ready for you tonight. Of course, we have my homegirl who goes by the name of Ebony Tate. She is the voice of the Mississauga Power. So it's about to be a power on type of movement for the next hour or so. And we're going to talk about a few other things in the meantime. But before we get to that, you already know how I like to do to open up the show. I mean, I got to get y'all warmed up uh, so I can deliver you guys Deliver to you guys, rather, my uh, weekly grievances, as I call. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to let that ish breathe. Let this bitch breathe. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is time to let that ish breathe indeed right now. And a um, couple things that I got to mention right now. So before I say anything, man, I think I speak for every basketball fan in the world when I say that finally the NBA Finals is here. And I think this track right here is only appropriate to play for the next five or ten seconds or so. That's right, people. Anyone who was a basketball player and grew up on the NBA on NBC. And definitely, I speak for all my diehard ball fans who are ready for tonight's matchup. I mean, Cleveland versus Golden State, it's going to be crazy. We have the current MVP, Steph Curry, versus the four-time MVP, LeBron James. I mean, it's going to be a crazy series. I got Golden State in seven. What do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter, at DM underscore cool, and let me know what you guys think about the matchup. Now, not going into too much details about it in terms of the stats and what have you, more so what's happening happening along the sidelines of that story. So basically, one of the guys on the Cleveland Cavaliers, we all know him as J.R. Smith, um, he's kind of a bad apple. You know, he's had moments on the court and off the court where they weren't the most favorable. But lately, he's been kind of, you know, walking a decent line, so to speak. I mean, mind you, there was that one game in the first round where he basically gave like a UFC backhand uh, to one of the guys on the Boston Celtics. But besides from that, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. We'll, we'll brush that to the side for now. However, this past week, he was caught slipping. Now, <clears throat> in the wake of the Bruce Jenner transformation in which she is now Caitlyn Jenner, uh, a lot of people had their opinion on the whole matter. Uh, she was on the cover of Vanity Fair, which we will get into more detail about later on in today's program. But JR, being the opinionated one on social media especially, decided to chime in. And he basically said that 
Bruce transforming into Caitlyn is nothing more than a science experiment. Now, if he was any other person, if he was like just like a, a common troll or what have you, whatever, you know, the internet says a whole lot of things. But this guy needs to realize that he's playing for a professional sports franchise <clears throat> that features the greatest basketball player on earth today. And they have a very important game and a very and a very important a series of games happening in the next little while. And he wants to go off and start a firestorm like this. Everyone has their own opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I understand this. But especially when we're now in the era where, you know, being homosexual or being transgendered has been has become a bit more acceptable and dare I say a bit more cool, we have a naysayer saying something like that. It's going to bring about the wrong kind of uh, press and the wrong kind of attention. J.R. Smith is making that Cavaliers PR team work their ass off for the next week or two. I guarantee that. So I would say it's it's within J.R.'s best interest. And more importantly, it's within the team's best interest to keep this guy off social media. LeBron even said himself that he's not going to be paying attention to social media uh, during the (coughs) pardon me during the playoffs and the finals overall. <clears throat> so I suggest that JR follow his lead and do the same. That's just my opinion on the matter. But anyways, when we come back, we have our guest of the day, Ebony Tate, and we're going to talk a little bit of hoops. We're going to talk some pop culture and all the good stuff in between. But before we do, we got to get into some Canadian content. And this one features my homegirl, Melanie Durant, off of her new album, Anticipation. This one is called... Ain't coming back. But don't y'all worry. We will be coming back. That's a guarantee. Keep it locked. This is Core Radio. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Now, as promised, our guest for the day, ladies and gentlemen, she is the voice of the NBL's Mississauga Power. Other than that, if she's not doing that, she is being an on-air talent for Fame TV, and she has some radio experience on the side as well. She has some PR experience on the side as well, and when she's not doing any of that, she's too busy staying beautiful. I mean, what can I say? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to feel the power in a major way. Feel the power! I say feel the power! Feel it, people, because we have missed... Ebony Tate in the building. Ebony, welcome to the show. Well, wow. Like, I love that. That was the greatest entrance, like, the the greatest, I don't know, ever. Like, I love that. Thank you so much for having me. I try. I put yeah. in the work. I put in the work. The fact that you are half <laughs> speechless lets me know that I've done my job. You did do your job. All right. I'm going to keep on doing it because that's what I love to do. <laughs> now, let's get into it because I'm sure all the people at home want to know who is ebony so the first question i have for you is what made you decide that you want to get a start in the media industry okay well how did i start you know honestly how i started was that i saw an ad in a paper Mm -hmm. and uh it was to do uh a review on a concert and Mm -hmm. that's how it started i did a review on a concert and then it just snowballed into different things and Mm -hmm different paths all right perfect um yes. did you did you go to school for media by any chance or no i did go to school i went to ryerson and i did new media and mm-hmm. then i went to uh 
Harris and to Juilliards, and mm-hmm. then I went to um, St. Clair College and did advertising. Okay, okay. Yes. <clears throat> so you're somewhat of a worldly scholar then, I, I guess we should say. I, I guess, uh, I think they call it professional student. There you go. Yes. Uh, yeah. There you go. And instead of us being paid, we pay the government, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shouts to OSAP. Not really. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep it moving. So pretty much that snowballed into you becoming a personality. So what's it like uh, being on the personality end on the side of uh, being within the media? Uh, uh, I wouldn't really say I'm a personality. I would just say I'm, you you got a heck of a personality. I can I, tell you that much. <laughs> that is that is true. Um, I I don't know. That just caught me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just an, I'm really just a normal girl. Just you know doing my thing mm-hmm. and trying to get my name out there and just hustling and grinding. That's what's up. Yes. Now. Um, you did mention how your first gig was the concert review, actually. Yes. Uh, so what was your first on-air uh, gig that you can remember? First on-air? Oh, gosh. It would probably have to be with Fame, just doing mm-hmm. a lot of... And actually, it was the Black Canadian Awards that are actually mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah, the, June yeah. 6th, I believe, on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, 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 this Saturday, yeah, it just, like, it just clicked yeah, in my head. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, uh, that was it. That I was just thrown into it, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. Like, I I remember um, interviewing, like, Maestro Fresh Rest mm-hmm. and Mishi Me, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. And in the beginning, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Right I'm, not then, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then you just do it. You just get into a groove. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm... I can only imagine that it boosted your confidence level. The fact that you got to interview, the, not only the fact that you got to interview people, but the fact that you got to interview some household names at yeah. such a up and coming event like Black Canadian Awards. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Uh, talking to Mishimi was mm-hmm. great. She was so kind. And then I saw her later on at. Uh, King of the Dot, ah. and uh, she was like, "I remember you from the <laughs> Canadian Awards. You're doing your thing, and I love you, girl." And she was so nice. I was like, "You mm-hmm. remember me?" So yeah, it's intimidating, but then mm-hmm. on the other hand, you just get over it. Like your first few questions, yeah. and then after that, you're like, "Okay." So I like to try and be the friend of somebody. So it's like just a normal conversation. Exactly conversation that we're having. Yeah, just coming like, from. What's your color? What's your favorite color? Exactly. Yeah. What's your sign? Yeah. What do you like to do in your spare time? Long walks <laughs> on the beach, maybe. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, <clears throat> pardon me. As long or while you're doing um, Fame TV and what have you, you're yes. also the voice of the Mississauga Power. Yes, a Mississauga team. Power. There you go. A team that's in the uh, NBLC, which is the National Basketball League of Canada. Um, how did that come about? Uh. My friend, shout out to my friend Kareem. We were actually at, I think it was um, OVO Bounce. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to John Wiggins. Mm-hmm. And then it just went from there. And mm-hmm. then John hired me on. And then it's just from there, just hosting and just doing community events and getting out there and getting, you know, the people aware that there is a basketball league that, you know. <coughs> There's, you know, Brampton A's, mm-hmm. there's Mississauga Power that, you know, there's games that are going on that there's professional basketball players here in Canada. Mm-hmm. You don't have to leave. So, you know, mm-hmm. come and support. Exactly. Yes. Now, I'm going to ask you about the Brampton A's in a moment. But before I get to that, okay. I want you to tell the people at home, in case they, if they haven't been to an, uh, an NBL game, what's the atmosphere like? How's the pace of the game? 
Uh, it's crazy. It's really great. Uh, there's a lot of people. There's music playing. We're giving away phones. We're giving away courtside tickets. We're giving away a lot of stuff, T-shirts, anything you think of. And we're always giving back to the community. So, so you know, a good amount of the times that we are um, giving away to charity also. But, of course, I'm there. Of right? course. Of course. <laughs> I'm there. And... Um, Always have a smile on my face. Always, mm -hmm. you know, ready to meet people and talk to people. So it's very fun, you know, dancing. We do have a shout out to the dance pack. They're dancing on the floor and shaking the booty. And, uh -huh. you know, and of course, to the men who are putting in the work on the court. But of course, you know, they are good looking to look at ladies. Yeah. So, you know, if you're not coming for basketball, you may meet your husband there. You just never know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ladies, she's putting the word out there for you, you know, <laughs> so if you want to get your Tyler Perry hustle on, then you yeah. already know what to do. <laughs> now, going back to the Brampton A's, actually, yes. um, within every sports league, there's always somewhat of a, <clears throat> pardon me, like a, a proximity rivalry, if you will. So you yes. always have the Yankees versus the Mets, or you always have, let's say, back when they were a team, the, Van the Vancouver Grizzlies versus the Toronto Raptors. Yes. Even in hockey, you know, still today, you have the Maple Leafs versus the Senators, you know, that because they're so close together. Yeah. So what I want to ask you is, is there somewhat of a rivalry between the Mississauga Power and the Brampton A since they share Peel region? Peel on Peel. Uh -huh. you know, that's the way that we do it. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, most of the guys are friends that are on. But, yeah, when it gets down to the court, it's Peel on Peel. It's Mississauga Power, of course. We're, take, we're taking it. Right? Okay, then. So... <laughs> That brings me to my next question. So a couple months ago, actually, I had uh, Miss Megan McPeak on yes, the show. Yes, And uh, she is the on-air – or sorry, she is the play-by-play -play, uh, announcer yes. for the Brampton A's. Yes. So she's been big enough – she bigged up her team pretty well, you know. So um, what can you say about the power uh, that separates, you know, your team from the A's or any other team in the NBL? Oh, well, first of all, I have to shout out myself. Oh, wow! <laughs> I'm so done. Hold on, hold on. I'm so done. Uh, honey, you got to love yourself. So first of all, I'm going to shout out myself. Of course, I'm there. I'm not on the Brampton A's. And of course, I have to shout out, you know, Scotty. He's also my co-host. But you know what? We give a good game. There, We have good players. And you know what? <coughs> Hello. Let's... Shout out previous player, um, Alex Superman, who, of course, used to play with the Mississauga Power, has mm -hmm. moved on. But you know what? He did do that love and basketball proposal. I saw that. Yes. I saw that. Big things. Um, Big things I go on. Bam. Um, so, yeah, our team works hard. We play hard. Um, great brotherhood. And we're giving back to the community. Mm -hmm. We're giving away phones. Did I say we're giving away phones? Did I say I was there? No, oh, wow. I, I know. Stop this. And it's just a party atmosphere when you get to the Mississauga Power. Hardworking men. Hey, what more can I say? I mean, I think you... woman. There you go. You hit the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah just for that. Just for that. I, could, I can't even leave you on that one. So, one question I have for you, actually, before we go on to the next segment. Okay. What is the biggest misconception that you may have come across as far as being, you know, an on-air talent? So, whether it be you presenting yourself on the radio or on television, what would you say is the biggest misconception from the general public? About me? Not about you, but just about the, the, the industry in general. Um, I don't know. That's a really, that's a tough question. I wasn't ready for that one. Yeah. Misconception? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, 
I would have to say for myself, a lot of people don't don't find me. Will say I'm not approachable. Like it's mm-hmm. the, maybe they're they don't want to talk to me. Like, but honestly, I'm a very outgoing kind of girl. So you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> were you gonna say something? I, I was. I, I was. Uh, okay. You are a very outgoing person. But if anyone has seen your Instagram feed, it's a <laughs> chronic crotch screw face. I see. You know, just a hmm. Really? Oh. It's like 70% of your selfies are just like, hmm, you know what? I hmm. so, I so feel like I'm giving a smile, but it's always, <laughs> it's always resting bitch face. I, I can't help it, but people, I'm very outgoing and I'm very personable. And mm-hmm. if you come and talk to me, um, yeah, I'll talk to you back. So many may say that you may suffer from chronic bitch face disorder then. You know. I do. I, I, you know, uh, and selfie. Selfieism. Selfieism, uh, yes. Yes, I love a selfie, but you would know because if you went on your Instagram, oh! you would see a lot of selfies. <laughs> okay, so. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I love it. We're both suffering. We are. We are. We're suffering indeed. Vanity is one cruel hearted woman, <laughs> I tell you. But, anyways. We're going to get to all that fun stuff later, but we're going to get to some more fun stuff. Now, you've never been here before, and that's cool. But what we like to do around here on Cool Radio is we like to play games with the guests. We like to have some fun, if you will. Now, this game in particular is a brand new game, actually, and you are my first test subject, if you will. Now, with this game right here, it's a combination of a game that I used to play with my guests that you know was more personable towards them. But I've added like a couple of nuances and what have you, and uh, we're about to test it out. And I feel like it's about to be a uh, a breakthrough, if you will. So, Ebony, I must ask you. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the debut of this game, and I like to call it cool or uncool. Now... You notice the track in the background, ladies and gentlemen, as well as you, uh, Ebony. This track right here is from a popular hip-hop group from the 90s called Diggable Planets. And their biggest single to date was Cool Like That. So it's only rights that I had to use <laughs> in the background. Okay. Now, in this game, you basically have to list me whether something is cool or uncool. All right. Okay. And I'm going to give you a list of scenarios to choose from. You can further expand on your reasoning. I, I give you full freedom to do just that. Okay. <laughs> but nonetheless, here we go. Now, the first scenario uh, the NBA Finals starts tonight. Cool or uncool? Cool, of course. All right, then. Yes. Um, second scenario Steph Curry. Cool or uncool? Oh, of course, cool. Have you seen his daughter? Yeah, she is the cutest thing ever. Right, right. I'm way up, I feel blessed. Right? I broke my heart. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. Right? Cool. All right, there we go. I'm going to give that cool drop right there. Um, J.R. Smith's comments about Caitlyn Jenner. Cool or uncool? Uh, uncool. All right, then. Uncool. Uh, bandwagoners. Cool or uncool? Bandwagoners. Uncool. All right, then. Um... So and this is a random one, red by the way. Okay. Someone who takes the last slice of pizza, cool or uncool? Uncool. I will fight somebody right? for a piece of pizza. I love my pizza. Right? You know what the worst thing is Please. when you're expecting food to be there and you're like, oh, the day is going by. Right. I'm ready for this pizza, and then you go and you open the box and it done, it empty. Right? So uncool. Like I feel like being like Incredible Hulk. Ripping, like uh-huh. turning green and be like, Oh, <laughs> smash! <laughs> yeah. Who ate my pizza? 
pizza. Very uncool. Very uncool indeed. I will world. fight some. Uh, listen, I, I love food. Right. I will fight you for some I believe some food. you. I believe you. I will fight you I would too. Yeah. I would too. There's it's, certain it's things I just don't even share. Like lobster, I won't share. Okay. Seafood, I won't share. Pizza, I won't share. Cupcakes, cookies, like I won't share. Yeah. And no I won't even offer. Like I'll be eating my food and I'll be like, yeah, try me. Try me. Right? Try an ass. It's, it's real life. Like I always say, there are very few things in this world that I know for a fact that yeah. I love. God, family, and food. That's it. Yeah. Everything else is kind of like a toss-up. Yeah. And everything else you kind of got to earn in the oh, meantime. Oh, I won't share my man. Huh? Okay, I won't share my man. I, I had to put that on, too. Oh, I don't oh have, of, course, of course. I don't have one, but I'm just saying. You I know what? I feel man. like that's okay. self-explanatory anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Not with side chicks and main chicks. You got to put that out there. Exactly. There we go. All right. Let's keep it moving now. <laughs> um, let's see here. Men, <laughs> men taking selfies. Cool or uncool? Uh, it, it depends. It depends? It depends. If you're half naked, if you're a bodybuilder and you're in the gym, like if that's your thing on IG, okay, yeah. then that's cool. You're showing your progress. Yeah, yeah. If you are, mm, you know, somebody who's sitting across from me. Wow! And, he, <laughs> and he's taking multiple selfies. The heat is crazy. Listen, it is the NBA Finals. I got to bring the heat. So, um, And the heat aren't even in the finals. So what I heat know. are you bringing? Well, just, I, 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 I know I know that they're not in the finals, but don't try, don't try, stop. I had to bring the heat. So, um, you bought a flicker of a flame. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I was gonna go with cool. So because you had to be oh, fresh, lost. uncool, whatever. So you whatever. Can't have, you can't have more. You can't have more selfies than me, and whatever. I have a lot of selfies. Okay. So I'm borderline. Soft tigs. All right, couple ones, couple more ones. Um. Selfie sticks, cool or uncool? What? Selfie sticks. Oh, I have one. Um, of course you do. <laughs> I think they're cool in Asia, and I think they're cool here too. Okay. Sometimes. On the beach. Fair enough. Okay. Um, love and hip-hop, cool or uncool? Oh my God, so cool. Just watch that, like, how many days ago? And of course, let's big up Superman, um, Alex. And he did his proposal, and it was Love and Basketball. Beautiful thing. Went viral. Big up to him because he is former, you know. Okay. Former Mississauga Power, shouting out my power. That is cool. But Love and Hip Hop? Nah, man. Like the, like the TV series. Like love it. I oh, can't. I love Love and Hip Hop. It's ratchet. Oh, I can't. I can't. I, to me, it's like world star hip hop on crack, if I figured. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, last one. I, even I'm though sorry, it, I like ratchet stuff. So you gotta, you have to have a little ratchet. You can enjoy but, the ratchet, okay, but I think they but, go overboard. Okay, though. honestly, okay. My my <laughs> mix up, uh-huh. love and basketball, cool. Because I thought he said love and basketball, okay. love and hip hop, a little bit. It's a little ratchet, but sometimes I like ratchet. Sometimes we all have guilty pleasures. I, I can understand that, but like ad nauseum though, I, I can't, man. Like, I feel well, like- I'm not going to PVR it, but if it's on, I might watch a little bit, but yeah, some, it's sometimes listen, girls, we don't need to be getting ratchet. We don't need to be putting, beating up people on TV. Right. It's not a good look, but sometimes you need ratchet. All right. And that brings us to our next game. I'd quit the game. So let's drop that real quick. Every second, every <laughs> minute, man, I swear that she can get it. Now this game is a little different now. Okay. And I play this with everybody. So, you are the eligible bachelorette. You're living your life. You're living single like Sinclair. You're doing everything that you want to do. Okay. But there comes a point in time in every man and woman's life where they must quit the game. They must rip up the black book. They must say goodbye to the bachelorette life. They must say hello to 
the suburban house with the white picket fence, with the tire swing, with the apple pie cooling on the windowsill, all that good stuff. Wow, that's way 1950s. But right? Then, yes. It's like leave it to beaver tings. Right. Um, <laughs> that being said, if you were to, twi- uh, to quit the game for one of these two gentlemen that I've handpicked, who would you quit the game for? <laughs> Look at her. She's like all happy. Ooh, Nelly. Would you quit the game for Tyson Beckford or Tyrese? Oh, okay. She's like, eh. Okay. Honestly, uh-huh. I'm not a fan of really any of those. Two. Really? Yeah. I've asked, girl, I've asked like three girls about Tyrese. None of them like Tyrese. No. I remember back in like 01, 02, girls were all over this guy. No. Not yeah. even Tyson Beckford either? No. Okay, let me do a remix then. Let me do a remix. Okay. Morris Chestnut or Idris Elba? Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba is like 5-0 and on this show. Like, no yeah. girl will never not pick this guy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we have more with Ebony <laughs> Tate in the building right now. And we have some more Canadian content to get to. So we're going to play some tunes right now. And when we come back, we have Trip Talk. We will be talking about... Caitlyn Jenner. We will be talking about Drake. We will be talking about Action Bronson and all that good stuff. So keep it locked. Uh, this is my man Sunreal with Let Me. Only on Cool Radio. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, D- <coughs> pardon me, damn, I can't even say it properly. DM Cool. There we got to say extra loud so I can get it out. Um, and it is cool radio. Um, I'm still in the building with Ebony Tate. Ebony, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up? I think the whole coughing thing is probably because I'm in the building. Oh yeah, of Just course. Like, I'm so like starstruck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. We are having fun. We are vibing now. It's all about the good vibes in here. And now it is time for trip talk. You already know how this goes, people. So three topics in three minutes. Uh, three minutes each. We'll see how we get to it, but nonetheless, we're gonna do it because we do the damn thing on a regular basis. So, on that note, let's begin. Uh, first story that I want to discuss. Um, let's cut straight to the chase. Okay. So, Caitlyn Jenner, who mm-hmm. was Caitlin formerly right, who is now for, who was formerly known as Bruce Jenner, has gone through her full transformation, like even to the point where we are now referring to her as her, essentially. Yeah, but she uh, still has a penis. True. Okay. <laughs> so um, she was on the cover of Vanity Fair and mm-hmm. explaining the entire, not the entire process, but more so the emotional process of it all and what have you. And basically, this is making worldwide coverage at this point. Um, so, Ebony, yes. what's your take on this entire situation? Um, I really don't have a take on it, mm-hmm. honestly, because I think it's great that she's doing this trans. Information if she if that's what she wants to do, but mm-hmm. I think there's like more pressing matters in the world that's going on. I don't think Fair enough. they have um, even made an attempt to say anything about uh, what's his name, Akon, who's doing the six hundred million, you know, for electricity in Boo! Africa. So yeah, as I think this is great that we're opening up and you know we're dropping some barriers. I think this is great, but I think there's other things going on also. But you know what? I have no hate. Um, Mm -hmm. If that's what uh, she would like to do, I think that's great because he's lived in his body for how many years, and he's or she's setting free. But yeah, there's other things going on. Fair enough, and and I'll say this as well. First of all, pardon me. First and foremost, shout out to Akon. 
for developing a solar a solar a solar energy system that will provide 600 million Africans with power. Like that yes. is huge because yes. we're always talking about different ways about how to provide for the continent as a whole. And just so people know, Africa is a con- is a continent, not, a, not country. a country. Not I a hate, country. I know. I hate when people say that. Please let's let's not <laughs> let's not act like that. Please, I'm just putting it out there right now for those of you who are geographically impaired. Um, but nonetheless. Very huge feat for Akon. Going back to this story, however, mm-hmm. um, you know what? To each his own. Good for good for Caitlyn now that she feels as if though she's being honest with herself yeah. about how she truly feels. My only complaint with this all is the fact that I feel as though it's going to be exploited to the tenth degree. I mean, you already have the Kardashian clan making a, a keeping up with the Kardashian special on this, mm-hmm. and I feel as though they're just capitalizing on it like they always do because they are the Kardashian slash Jenner brand, which yes. he kind of has like nothing to do with. He just kind of lets them do their own thing. Yeah. But nonetheless, I feel as though this is going to be given the wrong type of press. Yes, it's going to be put on the mainstream platform, which is important. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, they are going to milk it for whatever it's worth. Oh, and I guarantee within like three months, they're not going to care about it anymore. If anything, they might look at him as some crazy guy who decides to get something done you know, surgically with his body. Apart from that, a lot of people were putting up split screens between him and Michael Jackson about the double standards of it, saying how he did this to himself and people applied him. But then when Michael did all the plastic surgeries, including the vitiligo and doing the bleach cream, people kind of looked at him as if he was crazy. Now, I say it's an unfair comparison. It sure is. Mainly because of the fact that we were, first of all, two different eras. That was like 1980s (laughs) going into the 90s. People were very close-minded back then. Whereas in the 2010s, you know, the new century basically, gay or transgender is almost treated as the new cool in a sense. So people are are being open to being more acceptable. Social media plays a factor as well. Michael's condition was something that... TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. Michael's condition was something that you couldn't treat. I mean, the plastic surgery is out his decision but the whole mm-hmm. vitiligo thing that's something you couldn't control i don't know i'm on the fence about you're that. on the fe- i'm on the fence about that vitiligo part okay fair oh, enough okay. fair enough that is open for interpretation yes. uh, in any, mm-hmm. any conversation yes but nonetheless i think it's two different situations that people yeah. shouldn't be comparing it's almost like apples and oranges in a sense yeah but nonetheless i digress uh so with that being said let's move on to the next topic okay um drake uh, made news today uh well First and foremost, because he had a show in Toronto this past week. Jungle tour. Uh-huh. And secondly, uh, it was reported that Jimmy Iovine offered Drake about $19 million or so on behalf of Apple to be the host or to be one of the new hosts of their um, iTunes radio programs, basically. Okay. And this was done as a power move to try and block him from signing some sort of distribution deal with Tidal, which is Jay-Z's new yeah. uh, music streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ebony, what's your take on that? Um, did he accept it or he didn't accept it? Oh, it's kind of in the air right now. Um, <coughs> I don't know. I've been on Tidal, and I'm really just not even impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe in giving you know artists... Uh, you know what they deserve and money. You you almost struggle to say I that. Know, no, 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 no. I was trying to find the right word um, because I'm on Spotify myself. Uh, I subscribe to Spotify, but if you read the small print in a title, it says if you don't have like high performance, you know, then you're not high performance. Um, like views and listens and um, streams, like uh, earphones. You're not really going oh, to earphones. see okay. the the difference in what they're they're giving you. So. 
I don't know. I'm on the fence. I like Spotify. Spotify is a good price. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that $10 premium. I can play it anywhere. And also it gives me the fact that I can, you know, it gives you different, um, what's it called? Like a playlist mm-hmm. that people make. Like if you're into hip hop or you want to go to bed and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't know. I think it's a whole thing like, oh, I'm in the music business. You're my buddy. I'm my buddy. Like, you should be helping me out. Mm -hmm. But in the end, business is business. So I'm going to go over with Apple that Mm -hmm. most people have Apple phones. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go over to Apple and do my $19 million deal. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, respect to Jay-Z. But in the end, like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I would go with Apple. Now, let me ask you this. A lot of people have been very critical about um, title saying yes. how it's it's too much or this is more of an elitist company and only the, only the biggest only the big name artists are being supported um and one of the things that I came across is the fact that a lot of people are criticizing Jay-Z for this move even though this is helping out the artists because some artists basically are kind of like in that You mean like Sierra? Oh sorry. Okay. You're wrong for that. You're wrong for that. <laughs> You're wrong for that. Listen. You're wrong for that. I love me some Sierra, but like... You almost made me lose my my train of thought. (laughs) Main question I want to ask you. Jay-Z, he put out a freestyle last week during a concert and basically saying how, you know, why is it cool to... Or why is it acceptable to to support something like a Spotify or like an iTunes that has a white owner, for example. But when it comes to a black owner, it's like, okay, now we got to raise an eyebrow and figure out what the main motives are. Like, why can't we support black businesses? Businesses It's basically what he was saying in the freestyle without saying it. I roll my eyes to that because I, I think people do support black businesses, but mm-hmm. you have to give it at like you're in the end, you are competing with, everybody else Mm -hmm. black white hispanic asian you have to have competitive prices Mm -hmm. and guess what spotify deezer you know all those those music platforms (laughs) they are competing because they know that they're giving there's a certain price point you Mm -hmm. can't be telling me okay if you want premium then you're going to be spending twenty dollars and the crazy thing is that he says that about a black business owner but there was post of the first title um, like uh, their photo for the com- company photo. There was not one black person in that photo. So I don't know. I kind of mm. feel like, see, I'm on the fence about this because I, I kind of feel like people are giving Jay-Z like the unfair shot in the arm, so to speak, only because of his status, basically, because mm-hmm. he is a rapper. And yes. to the general public, maybe not to the hip-hop, uh, to the hip-hop universe, but to the general public, rappers personify... You know, luxury living, gaudy jewelry, expensive taste, beautiful oh, women around them. Like just the yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> the entire stereotype that revolves around yeah. being a rapper. So they see him, and then it's like, oh well, why do we have to give this guy more money when he's already bragging about how much money he has? But you don't see that same image being flaunted by a Steve Jobs when he was alive, or by a Tim Cook, for example, because yeah. they're more so in the background. So my personal opinion, I feel like they're kind of giving him that unfair rub because of the image that he somewhat exemplifies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably too. But um, I don't know if you go on title compared to Spotify. Mm-hmm. You're you're really you can't like you can't compete. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like you're gonna give me a playlist of hip hop EDM. 
if I feel like, you know, don't playing my own music selection, you mm. can find everything. It's at a good price. Mm-hmm. You're not at a good price. You're telling me if I want premium, mm-hmm. I have to pay this extra. But guess what? If you don't have the premium headphones to go with it, you're not going to see a difference. So, you know, you're not really competing. You're not giving us bang for our buck because mm-hmm. there's other people out there who are giving us bang for our buck. It mm-hmm. just comes down to what is more cost effective. Mm-hmm. And I think what people have to understand as well is that title is just starting out basically. Mm-hmm. Like it's well within its infancy. If anything, this is probably just like the beta stages of it. So I feel like title kind of needs more time to grow right now because I think the main focus of title was to put the power back into the hands of the artist, so to speak. Yeah. Whereas Spotify was just more so about the, the people and the consumers because everyone at the end of the day is trying to prevent bootlegging and mm-hmm. torrent streaming or what have you because that's what's True. killing music it's been killing music since 1999 in, in the era of mp3s with napster limewire and all that stuff so i think this is just kind of jay-z's alternate alternative if you will yeah uh, but we'll see what happens in the yeah, future i'll come back yeah bring down, bring down your prices jay-z <laughs> just saying we don't believe you you need more people no, I'm just, i just feel like throwing that in there no, nothing gets you jay <laughs> final topic though um action bronson so for those who aren't familiar with Action Bronson, he is a rapper from New York, Queens to be exact. Uh, he's been getting a lot of attention for the last couple of years within the underground especially. And he's kind of like fringe mainstream mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, he caught a lot of flack uh, from a lot of people who signed a petition to have him not headline at this year's North by Northeast Festival in Toronto. Mainly because of some offensive lyrics that, some, that have somewhat to do with rape. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read the lyrics myself. I don't think they even specify which song in particular but nonetheless it was enough to gain over 60,000 signatures and it was enough for the management team of North by Northeast to not make him the main the main headliner he'll still be on the bill but not as a headliner uh Ebony do you think this is fair no all right please explain why um that's crazy because I got an email and it was like sign this petition I was like delete I'm not signing the petition (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I think music is music you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and you know I think people get too serious about uh music about video games Mm -hmm. about a lot of things and in the end you have to police if it's the fact of you have to police what your kids are listening to if it has to do with kids and Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like listening to something turn it off if you don't like action bronson don't listen to him don't support his movement or what he's doing i think this is crazy <laughs> that a petition came out mm-hmm. how about we petition for other things right. that are going on homelessness in toronto black you know people I mean? getting killed in america for no reason i'm hey. just saying exactly so some tea to that ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so some tea raise some pinkies up i'm going to take a shot of tequila to that right sure. right um so to me that's it was crazy to me that yeah. that happened it was like then don't go to the concert exactly don't listen to his music and why are you listening if you're not really if you're saying if you're not a fan of him, how come you know the lyrics? Right? Because so, I, 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 I don't know the lyrics either. I don't even know the lyrics. I don't either. <laughs> like that. So I'm like, how do you know? Like you're yeah. just sitting at home just looking for something to do. Yeah. I think it's crazy. But, you know, I guess they really have to go by what, how, what the people want. Yeah. And, uh... It's unfortunate, but wasn't like Juicy J there and he's talking about bands. Men's make a dance, right? Bands make a dance. Strip for the scholarship. (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. And and see, and that leads me to my next point. You know, if you're going to ban Action Bronson or any other artist in particular for something like uh, an alleged rape lyric, because we haven't heard the lyric, then 
what other parameters do we ban other artists for? Do we ban them for misogyny? Do we ban them for gloating about money? Do we ban them for violence? I mean, 50, Sh- 50 Cent's got shot how many times? And he talks about it in his music. Yes. Yet we let him perform here. Um, you even look, look at Eminem. I mean, on the, on the second album cover, it's him sitting on the dock with a body hanging out of the trunk of the car. Mm-hmm. The man talks about slicing and murdering his mom on like how many of his songs? Yes. Yet he gets to have clemency, so to speak, performing yeah. in Canada. So where do we draw the line? Because then you got to do this for everybody. You can't just nitpick on this guy yeah. and say, hey, we don't like it because of those lyrics. And it's like, okay, well, then how about this guy? I mean, there's some guys who I hear even locally who have the most obscene lyrics that <laughs> yeah. you could even imagine. Oh, yeah. So where oh, yeah. do we draw the line? That's why I'm saying it's so unfair that he won't be the main headliner because of a supposed Rick lyric that he may or may not have said. This yeah. is like, actually, you know what this is like? I don't know if you heard about this, but this is like Kendrick Lamar being prosecuted by the black community for dating or for marrying yes. a light-skinned woman. Yes. And people were saying, oh, well, in his music, he's always said that he's been about uh, dark-skinned women over light-skinned women. But that was not the case at all. He has never mentioned his personal preference and taste of women ever in his music. This is, it, so to me... There's no credibility. I think that people, I think he talks about black love and you know what I mean? Black unity. But light-skinned people are still black. Okay, I'm coming around. I know, I know, I know. I'm just really, I'm not mad at you. I know, I'm just heated right now. But go on, please. He talks about black unity and black love and black power and empowering ourselves. And I think people just ran with it. So basically because he said that is that he basically loves the dark-skinned woman and stuff like that. But in the end, his woman is black. Like, People's honeys, women. He ain't gonna date you. Like, why are you getting upset for? I said the is, exact same thing. Is Kendrick thing. Lamar gonna knock on your door and ask you out? Like, I don't get it. Like, girls get so upset. Right? Like, oh my god, da 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 da. But he's not coming to date you either. So, what do you care who he dates? And one more thing, I gotta add to that. If Kendrick Lamar was not Kendrick Lamar, if he was just Kendrick Duckworth from some guy on, on the Jane Strip of Toronto, all five foot five of himself, scraggly beard, nappy headed, wide ears having, would these girls care about the fact that he's dating a light-skinned girl? No, because no. there are tons of dudes who match that same exact stri- uh, description within the Jane Strip of Toronto that get no play at all. So why is Kendrick any different? Oh, because he's a celebrity? Hmm. Yes, because he's got the money. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get old school. Ebony, are you ready to go old school? I'm ready to boogie it down. Let's do it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, TBT, Throwback Thursday, track of the day. Let's hit it. You already know how we do, people. Hit me up on Twitter, at GM underscore cool, and let me know what track you want to hear every Thursday for uh, Throwback Thursday, track of the day. Now, this one right here, we're going... All the way back to 2001, all right? I was probably... I, I was so old. I know, right? I know. Like, I was a youngin' <laughs> back when, when this track came out. This track right here, it was easily one of the best R&B songs I've ever heard. And I just love the entire vibe of the song. And I feel like more songs need to have the similar sound, especially when it comes to R&B, because we're now in this ratchet and, and soul sound of R&B these days where dudes are thinking about their love for strippers and everything. And it's over, like, trap bass and rattling snare drums. I'm not really down for that. That's just my I personal opinion. Not not when it comes to R and B, like rap. I can only take in small doses, but when it comes to R and B, that's not R and B in my opinion. Okay. Call call me stush, but it is what it is. Stush, whatever. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, as we approach the overtime edition of the show, um, this track right here is from a man, Craig David, and it's called "Fill Me In." 
So when we come back, we will have the wanks of the week. Keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. Yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Femi Lassen, and man, me. It's your man, Bo Pinto, at Bo Pinto. Jay Hood from the Toronto Argos. You are now tuned in. Cool. Cool. Radio 91.9 FM. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio show experiences I've had ever. <laughs> Stay tuned for the hottest in news, hip hop, entertainment, and everything. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love you, man. You're famous. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. <laughs> and this is... Yeah, you ain't and, got nothing. <laughs> and, and losing your step here. <laughs> Listen, I was, too, I was too busy being obsessed with myself, okay? Wow. Anyways, welcome to Cool Radio, ladies and gentlemen. The, 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 the less... Um, Flustered DM Cool is in the building right now. I have Ebony Tate still in the building with us. Hey-o. Yes, yes, yes. And it is that time of the show where we have to uh, celebrate the ratchetness that happened in the week. Um, ladies and gentlemen, who will be the captain of Coonery? Uh, who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the show where we anoint the wankster of the week. So let's drop that real quick. Now, Wankster of the Week goes to a gentleman by the name of Chester Hanks. He is the son of critically acclaimed actor Tom Hanks. And he is also a rapper who goes by the name of Chet Hayes. (laughs) Very sophisticated name for a rapper. I'm Chet Hayes. (laughs) Chet Hayes. Right? Shaken, not stirred, please. (laughs) Swag. Now, Chet Hayes is the wankster this week <clears throat> because he feels that white artists, white rappers in particular, should be given the right to say the N-word in songs. Now, I was reading this, <laughs> and I said to myself, this thing is coated heavily within white privilege. All right? So I'm going to read what he said, and then I'm going to give out my diatribe. All right? <clears throat> and I quote... I quote, oh, let me fix my mic real quick. It's just a little, there we go. Now I can hear myself. All right. And I quote, if I say the word nigga, I say it amongst people I love and who love me. If I say F y'all hating ass niggas, it's because that's really how I felt at the time. And I don't accept society getting to decide what anybody can or can't say. That's something we call free speech. Now, I understand the older generation who grew up in the Jim Crow era, might have strong feelings against this. And that's understandable. But what I'm saying is this is 2015. And even though we are still far from where we need to be, and black people are still literally being killed by a racist and effed up system, we have also reached a point where the word can no longer have a negative connotation if we so choose. And who is to say only black people can use it? The way I see it, it's a word that unifies the culture of hip hop across all races, which is actually kind of a beautiful thing. It's a word that can be used out of camaraderie and love, not just exclusively for black people. What's the point in putting all these built-up rules about it? It's time to let go. You can hate me or love me for it, but can't nobody tell me what I can or can't say. It's got nothing to do with trying to be a thug. It's about the culture of the music. 
And that's all I have to say about that. No pun intended. It's all love. Some people will get it. Some people won't. Either way, I'm going to keep living my life however the F I want. It's all love. Now, a couple things to add. Mr. Chet Hayes. While I do understand where you're coming from about how hip-hop unifies all races, you have to understand that the word nigga means a bit more than just camaraderie and respect amongst your fellow peers. This is a word that has been deeply dabbled throughout times in history, and it has manifested itself from one meaning to the other. But at the end of the day, its root meaning still exists even within that context. Now, you may want to say nigga this and nigga that in a song just so you can feel like you're one with the brothers or whatever the case may be. But if that was the case as far as the word has lost its meaning in terms of the deeper aspects of it and how it has a new meaning within hip-hop, if that is the case, then how come many rappers who aren't black haven't followed your train of thought? How come we haven't heard this from other white rappers in America, in Italy, for example, in the UK, Germany, etc.? How come they don't follow that same line of reasoning? Because they know of the historical context that it comes with. Hell, the biggest rapper, the biggest white rapper ever, Eminem, besides that one track that he did about you know, his black ex-girlfriend, which, in which he never even said the word nigga, has never said the word nigga in a rap song before ever. Why? Because he understands the history of it, the contextual aspects of it, and therefore he has respect for his peers to not say that word. Sure, there are some black rappers who will give other white rappers clemency to say the word, like a Mr. Fab giving V Nasty the, the cosign to say nigga. But those are very few and far in between. So what you need to understand is the historical context of it. You did say that there were people who grew up in the Jim Crow era who may not agree with you. You need to read deeply into as to why they wouldn't agree with you. This isn't a case of Someone being able to say a simple word and you not being allowed to say it. That sounds very high school. It sounds very elementary, if I may say so myself. At the end of the day, have respect for other people and not use the word. I mean, if this is the case, then let's dive into other racial epitaphs that involve the word nigga. Are you allowed to now say porch monkey? Are you allowed to say jigaboo? Are you allowed to say darky? Are you allowed to say jungle bunny? So on and so forth. So you see, this is why... Anyone who isn't black cannot say this. Can you be a member of the hip-hop community? Yes, of course. Please, we embrace it. But at least respect the fact that you cannot use that word. This is like being invited into someone's house, but them asking you to not put your feet on the couch. Even though they do it, doesn't give you the clemency to do it yourself. So, while I tried to understand where you're coming through, or coming from rather, I just can't give you the pass on this, homie. And with that being said, you are getting the wankster this week. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. So I'm going to drop on you like this, Mr. Chet Hayes. Well, wrong drop. Let me do that one more time. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. Let me drop that real quick. You most definitely need to stop for Andy. Ebony, your take on that. Um, It's crazy because... Um... He's from Beverly Hills, so I don't even know what hood is in Beverly Hills. Is no there, hill. Is there a hood in Beverly Hills? I mean, Compton all? is like way down <laughs> the other side oh, of the God. track, so I don't know. Um, his parents need to get him. He needs to get his life. And uh, unfortunately, the word, uh, the N-word has been used so much mm-hmm. in so much in so many songs and so many hip-hop songs yeah. and so many rap songs that... 
I find that other other cultures find it acceptable. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm at the club and then, you know, the N-word and I'm like, oh, you best not. Right, that right. better stay in your mouth. But because they'll give you this, well, you guys say it. And you know what I mean? And it's just our, our culture. We <clears> have <throat> made it. I have seen other people when I'm around in different groups or you see other people and because their friends are Spanish or whatever and they'd be like, hey, what up? Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Your friends have allowed you and haven't corrected you to say, please don't say that around me. Like, mm. yeah, we cool, but we ain't that cool. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's unfortunately, that's why we have this situation or we have these situations, you know, that are around because people don't correct people. And just because, yeah, we be homies, it doesn't mean that you my end. No, mm -hmm. don't like, don't say that. To exactly. Me. That is so disrespectful. Exactly. To me. But. I don't know what to say. What's it, his name? Chet, Chet Hayes? Chet Hayes. Chet Hayes. Chet Hayes. Yeah, I saw the video. I was like, mm -hmm. stop this. I didn't even see the video, Tom to be honest. Tom Hanks, come get your son. Right. Run for us. Run and come yeah. get your son in the process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> I'm definitely not down with that at all. No, he just I'm needs not. to educate himself. He needs he to educate he himself. Sure does. Yeah. A lot of people need to educate yeah. themselves. Because I, tr I really try not to use that word myself mm -hmm. a lot yeah but i feel like just because i use it and i'm like yo what up it doesn't mean you're like yo what up no exactly no exactly no. he needs to chill yeah but anyways before we end off um ebony uh, yes. what do you have coming in the future what do i have coming in the future a lot of interviews will be coming out from fame television um pan am games i will be doing stuff at the pan am games um and Mississauga Power, a lot of community events, a lot of stuff that are coming up. There is a Mississauga Block Party, and uh, that's next week, and um, Bread and Honey. So, you know, I'm out and about around doing my thing. Yes, yes. Looking beautiful, taking selfies. Hello. Of course, you know, vanity is an all-time high. <laughs> but definitely, we, we felt the power in here today. Feel the power! We definitely I felt it. <laughs> but... Most definitely, thank you for coming through. No, thank you. You are welcome to come through anytime. Of course. You are I'll be back next week, people. <laughs> I'll be back next week. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. We, we have a character on our hands, people. Uh, you already know what to do on the social media and people. Um, follow me on Twitter at GM underscore cool. And also follow me at cool underscore radio. Uh, make sure to catch all full audio podcasts of Cool Radio on our SoundCloud page. Once again, it's at Cool underscore Radio. You can subscribe to it if you do have a SoundCloud account. And also, you can download it so you're not killing off your data when you're on the go and what have you. And if you want some more visuals, we have a YouTube page up as well. You can see the clips oh, on our YouTube there? page. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. And live living color, HD. Um, you can subscribe to us at Cool underscore Radio as well and uh, check out some clips or highlights that you may have missed. But... Anyways, people, that is our time. I want to thank you all for tuning in, uh, as you normally do. And with that being said, uh, I want you all to keep it gravy and wavy because we are out of here. Peace.